welcome to this week's episode of Yabs Pod. My name's Dalton. <laughs> and joining me is my good buddy, Jeremy. How you doing this week, brother? Uh, doing all right. Doing all right. How about you? Not too bad, man. Not too bad. Just uh, I've been doing a lot of uh, applications recently. And it, it reminded me of... So if I've told this story on the podcast before, I apologize. I think I've told it on the Steam Machine. Um, so when I was working in Winn-Dixie, I was produce, right? Working over in the produce section, keeping everything nice and tidy and all of that. And uh, this this older lady and this guy comes in. And it's like an older black lady and this white guy, just grizzled looking old white guy. And the lady comes up and I hear, excuse me, sir. And I was like, that sounded awesome. And I turned around and she was talking to me. She <laughs> oh, says, do you know where I can find the Concord grape juice? And I heard her clearly, but I asked her, I was like, what was that, ma'am? Because I wanted to hear her say it again. Because I love the Jamaican accent. So I just wanted to talk oh, to this lady. Oh, for sure. So she was like, yes, sir. Do you know where I can find the Concord grape juice? And I said, oh, yes, ma'am. It's down you know, this aisle, this aisle, yada, yada, yada. And I had some scruff like I do right now, like from not shaving. And the guy goes, you look like you need to shave a little bit there, Sonny. And I went, yeah, man. I said, I'm trying. I want to grow a beard like you got. You got a nice little beard there. I said, but I, I just can't do it. He goes, shave every day. And it'll start coming. And he goes, I didn't have a beard till I got out of the Marine Corps. He goes, and I remember one time I was with my buddies. We had just got done doing drills. It was like 2 o'clock in the morning. We're all standing there for inspection before we can lay down and go to sleep. And he goes, and my commanding officer looks at me and tells me that I have too much stubble that I need to go shave before I go to sleep. And I said, come on, man. Can't I just do it in the morning? No. Go shave, Marine, right now. And that guy said he got smart with his commanding officer, and he went, well, you just want me to shave my ass to you while I'm at it? That commanding officer made that dude stand there in front of his whole platoon and shave his face, then his ass. Nice. In front of everyone. And he goes, I never smarted off to them again. <laughs> and they just walked off. And like that was the whole that was the whole thing. And I was just like, wow, what two interesting people those people are. Like I wish I could just sit down and ask them more questions about things they've oh, seen. Yeah. But later the same day, this same fucking day later on, I am so my my manager at in the produce was an absolute shithead. His name was Mike. He's the one that I told you when I walked in, he was like, Damn, you're ugly, but Jesus loves you, so I love you. Oh yeah. That guy. So I, anyway, he liked all of the apples to be facing the same direction. And you know how, pe- oh, how how does an apple face a certain direction? He wants, I'm assuming you mean the sticker. He wants the stem of the apple pointed to the left. That's fucking stupid to me. So I had to go through and dude, people, you know people, like you work in your game oh, yeah. store. Those apples are fucked every time people come through there, and I have to go back and redo them, right? So, oh yeah, there's there's like a, a random mango or banana mixed in with them and shit because somebody yeah. just they can't tell the difference. Like, oh, oh, mango. Uh, I think this is where I got it from. I'll just put it down here. Exactly. So I'm having to fix that, and there's these two girls, and it's these these two uh, black chicks. One of, and I say that because one of them had the biggest ass I had ever seen, but nice. It was like a, a Nicki Minaj donk going on right and oh, yeah. they're standing by the cucumbers and she and i had put out this cucumber that was massive and i was <laughs> like this is the biggest cucumber i've ever fucking seen right she goes over and picks this cucumber up and goes now see i need me get me a man like this and her friend without skipping a beat goes bitch that's why you can't find no man ain't no man got a dick like that come on now <laughs> and i just like went <clears throat> like 
Apples. I'm doing the apples. And they turned around and they realized I was standing there and they just started laughing. But goddamn, I was just like, holy shit, what a brazen conversation to be having just in the in the produce section. Dude, that was like the perfect opportunity to walk up to her and be like, hi, my name's Dalton. I heard you've been looking for a man like me. I just, I don't, dude. If I'd have been clear-minded at that point, yeah, I probably I would have tried something like that. But dude, I was just so dumbfounded that that's what I just heard that I just had to laugh. <laughs> Turning apples. I had something similar happen to me at a food line one time. I had a T-shirt I bought at a tattoo parlor that said "Tattoos get you sex." <laughs> so I'm at the register, like checking out, and the lady behind the register was like, "Is that true?" And I'm like, "I'm just like, I don't know." But I leave the store, I'm like, God damn it. I could have been like, I don't know. Why don't we go find out? <laughs> like, just bull- completely blew the opportunity. Dude, I I have a habit of wearing, like, band shirts and stuff that have lyrics on them and stuff. Uh, I used to, at least. I don't have as many as I did. But I had this one. It was a Whitechapel shirt. And on the front of it, it just said, you're all worthless. Nice. And me and my buddy are in Walmart. <laughs> we go up to the register, and the girl's ringing us up. And she looks at my shirt and goes, you're all worthless. Uh, excuse me. I am not worthless. I am a gym on this earth. <laughs> and I went, word up. You know what? I appreciate that. I will I will grant you that. You're the one person that's not worthless. She goes, thank you. 1275 or whatever it was. You know what <laughs> and then I, uh, I have a devil driver shirt. I wish I could find this shirt. I don't know what happened to it. Uh, on the back of it, it said I could fucking care less. And I remember going into work one time and my friend Zoe was like, Actually, Nate, if you're listening, it's my friend Zona, because I know Nate has a dog named Zona. So Zoe's like, Dalton, hurry up and get your shit. I'm ready to ring you up and get the fuck out of here. And my guy who's walking behind me who works with me just goes, Zoe, did you read the back of his shirt? I don't think he cares. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, yeah, thank you, because I didn't. I was like, bitch, you can wait. Dude, I will say that's one thing that sucks about owning a business and like working by yourself all the time. I miss those coworker interactions sometimes. Like a lot of the coworkers I've had in the past were fucking idiots, but like there were those few gems that you just thoroughly enjoyed spending time with. There was an older guy that uh I worked with at the plant. His name was Vernon. My life's goal when I worked at the plant was to make him laugh once a day. Because he was an older black guy. He had that deep, hearty laugh. And I was just like, I got to hear that shit at least once a day. So like, I just walked around like Vernon. And I'd say some stupid shit. And he'd like, throw his head back and start chuckling. And I'm like, yep, there we go. That's it. Yeah, dude. I, I completely agree. Like, you know, most of the people you have to work with, it's just like, oh, God. But you get those few that you can like have camaraderie with and you really look forward to the conversations and stuff you have. In fact, one of the, one of the people that asked a question this week is uh, Tommy and he was one of my store managers at Harvey's when I worked there. And that motherfucker was funny as hell. He, he always walk up, Hey man, let me get a hug. You give him a hug. Did you you say Harvey's? Oh, Harvey's. Okay, I was going to say, it sounded like you said Harvey's. I was like, was this some weird-ass, like, Hardy's Arby's <laughs> no. fusion restaurant? No, Harvey's, like Harvey Dent. Uh, oh, in fact, I, okay. think, I think they got bought out, and now they're all Winn-Dixie's. But at the time, it was still Harvey's Supermarket. And uh, now he'd be like, yo, D, let me get a hug. Like, yeah, man, I'd give him a <laughs> hug. You know, and, and he would just, I'd be I'd be flirting with Zoe or something, and Tommy would walk over to me and just look at me and be like, yo, man, don't be mowing my grass. <laughs> <laughs> like he was a good dude man he was funny as fuck i'll never forget uh we were in the the office and i was counting money and he picks up my phone 
And he goes, I know you got some naked pictures in here I can see. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, man. I was like, you might see my dick, but like, go for it. You can scroll through. I don't give a shit. Because the, the girls that used to send me pictures and stuff like that would not have cared. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, the types of girls they were. Anyway, so he's flipping through. And he's like, damn, man. Uh, you got some ni- you got some nice chicks up in here. Oh, yep, there's your dick. And then he stops and he scrolls back to it and he goes, "God damn, son!" And then we just have this five minute conversation about my dick in the office while I'm counting money for the <laughs> safe. <laughs> nice. Those were fucking hilarious days, dude. I, I miss that place. I miss. Oh uh, yeah, I remember. I remember at the plant one time. Uh, I had a beard down like past my chest, like super long hobo pirate beard. <laughs> Hell yeah. And my boss would always give me shit about it. I went in his office one time asking him something. He's like, you really need to shave. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I shaved this morning. He's like, what? I was like, yeah, my fucking balls are smooth as eggs. You want to see them? <laughs> and he just like fucking falls back in his chair laughing. <laughs> That's the perfect response to that. Oh, yeah. God. Dude, this isn't like from the grocery store, but speaking of shirts, and I might have told this before. I don't know. I'm bad about retelling stories. So if I have told this, stop me. When I was in school, I had a shirt that said, I'm not a gynecologist, but I'll take a look, (laughs) right? And I wore it to school because I was a rebel. (laughs) And I I went in and I walked into my science class, second period. I walked into the first period. Everything was fine. No one said anything because first period was gym. All of the gym teachers just chuckled at it. All those old guys were like, that's a funny shirt. (laughs) So we go to, I go to second period. I walk into science class. And my teacher goes, good morning, Dalton. And I see her eyes go down. And then she waits till I sit down and I see her roll over to her phone and pick her phone up and make a phone call, right? And now I'm just fucking waiting for it. And over the intercom, about five minutes later, bing, could Dalton Suter please come to the front office, please? Dalton Suter, could you please come to the front office? And I went, God damn it. I didn't even make it halfway through the day. Oh, yeah. I go and they want me to go to the guidance counselor's office. So I go in there. Her name was Miss Phillips. She was a cunt. I hate that lady to this day. She was such a bitch. Anyway, um, I, I walk in there and I sit down and she looks at me and she does that really condescending thing that you see in movies where people lean forward and then take their glasses off and point at you with their glasses. Yep. And she does that and she goes, now, if I were with my granddaughter and we were in the mall, and my granddaughter's five, by the way, and she saw your shirt and asked me what that means, what am I supposed to tell her? And because I was such a smart ass back then, I went, well, you could tell her she'd find out in a few years. <laughs> and yeah, that was not the right thing to say. She got real mad. She told me to put tape over my shirt. So she hands me scotch tape. Now, I don't know if anybody <laughs> has ever used scotch tape but you can see straight through the shit, right? It's like a yellowish color, but it does not really mask anything. So I put it over it, and you could clearly still read it through it, right? And she goes, she got pissed her, pissed her, that's not even a word, more pissed <laughs> about that. And she tells me to take the tape off, turn my shirt in, so go in the bathroom, turn my shirt inside out, and if she sees me with my shirt right side out again, she's going to suspend me. So I was like, okay. So I just wore my shirt inside out for the rest of the day. I was like, what the fuck? What does it matter? It's a joke. Like, we're fucking high schoolers, dude. Like, come on. Dude, my thing with that is, like, my kid's seven. He asks me all the time, what's that mean, daddy? And you know what my response is? Grown-up stuff. Don't worry about it. Yeah. That, nine times out of ten, he's like, okay. And he goes on about it. He doesn't really care. Like, he doesn't care what a gynecologist is. Yeah, he's just curious. cares about dinosaurs and mermaids and shit so yeah, yeah he's like what's that mean what's that word i'm like it's nothing it's grown-up stuff like boom the reason they would ask that is because they're looking at a word that is big and they've never seen it before 
And you yep. can, yeah, literally just be like, ah, it's adult stuff. We'll tell you, you know, when you're older. Yep. And okay. And they move on because, yeah, because it, it, when they hear adult stuff, they realize, oh, it's boring. Yep. <laughs> and they move on to something better. That's yeah. why I, I feel like I might have talked about it on the show. I let my kid watch Bob Burgers because, like, Family Guy and stuff's a little over the top. South Park's way out, yeah. out in left field. Bob Burgers, there's a lot of adult humor in it, but it's very nuanced. So most of that shit, he has no idea what they're talking about. Yeah. He likes the fart jokes and, you know, talking about butts and stuff like oh, that. I was just happy he loves Gene. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gene, Gene is his favorite. Yeah, exactly. He loves, like, fart jokes, talking about butts, any of that stuff. He's just giggling and giggling. Any of the grown-up shit, he doesn't know what they're talking about, and he doesn't particularly care either. Yeah, those kind of those those jokes go over their heads, and those are for oh, the yeah. older people. You know what I mean? Like, and dude, think think about all the shit we watched as kids. That is, if you watch it now, it no way you let your kid watch that. But we didn't know any of that stuff at, when we were kids. Yeah, I mean, was it Rocco? Rocco's Modern Life? Yep. Wasn't he like a sex? Like didn't he do? Yeah, he was a, a sex s- line worker. Uh, yeah, like a sex uh, operator. Think yes. That. A phone sex operator, yeah. yeah. Trying to, like, what's the term? <laughs> we don't have that anymore. We have video now. Dude, I remember being real young, and I used to call, like, the, the 1-800-vagina, just for example. Oh, yeah. I don't know if that would actually oh, yeah. work or not. but And then it wouldn't connect you to anything, but you would just hear the preview, and I would, oh, yeah. I would beat off to that girl talking to me. You've called one eight hundred blowjob, where girls are here to suck your dick. And I'm like, fuck yeah, they are. <laughs> Dude, do you remember when we when I was a kid, I had the satellite dish. I forget the name of it. If anybody knows, please let me know. But it was like you didn't just have channels. You had like you'd have to go to like G24 and like the dish would actually move in the yard to a certain space. And then you had like 24 channels on that whatever, like master channel or whatever. Did it? Did you have a thing where you could check your email and stuff through that? because i, I don't f- think we did no. it was like the internet wasn't super popular then but all i remember is the, the disc dish was like 12 feet across is <laughs> huge in the yard and like you would type a letter and a number or two numbers it would go to like a certain region like the dish would literally physically turn to a certain spot and then you had like 24 channels on that and then i forget how many of those you had well like there was one of them that was the porn channels so i'd go to that one and it would be scrambled, but there was a button on the remote you could press and it would bring up like, like a summary of what the show was about and stuff. Yeah. When you press that button, it would show you like the channel, the name of the channel, like a summary of what was going on. You hit that button, the picture would come in clear for like four seconds. Then that <laughs> summary would go away. It would, so I just sit there hitting that button, right? Just watching fucking porn all day. And so I had the, I had the blinds open because the way our house was, you had to come like off the highway. You had to come uphill and like crest a hill and start coming down to turn in our driveway. So I'd keep those blinds open watching that hill from when my dad came home because I would change the channel to like Nickelodeon, right? Yeah. But there was a recall button where you could recall and go to the last channel. So I'd do Nickelodeon, then like Cartoon Network or ESPN or something, you know, so cover my tracks. And then as I'm an adult, my dad was like, oh, I knew what you were doing. I was like, what? He's like, dude, every single day when I top that hill, that fucking satellite dish would go to turning in the yard. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. I was, like, I was an adult. I was like, oh, yeah, I was watching porn every single day while y'all were gone. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> dude. Uh, I mean, like, like I said, it would come in 
crystal clear for like four seconds, but you had to sit there and hit that button every four seconds. I know that fucking button probably broke on the remote because right. I hit that motherfucker <laughs> all day long. Did you uh, did you ever grace like the Newgrounds site back in the day? Like Newgrounds, E-Bombs, World, those type of sites? E-Bombs, yeah. Okay. Newgrounds doesn't sound familiar. So Newgrounds was a lot like E-Bombs, but it had like more Flash games, but it also had like oh, a, yeah. a porn section where there were like a lot of... Uh, of the ads on the side and stuff that you could click. Oh yeah. So I remember me and my buddy Emmett are playing, uh, I think skull kid was the name of the game on Newgrounds, but there oh, yeah. was like an ad in the side for some porn website. And my mom pulls up and we can see her out the window and she's pulling up from coming home. And I go to close out of it. Cause I don't even want her to see the, the ads on the side. Right. And I accidentally oh, yeah. click one of those ads and it pops up. So when I go to try to close that, Emmett leans forward and just starts mashing the enter key over and over and over and over and over and over and over. Uh-huh. So he pulled up like 80 porn fucking things. Jesus. And I was like, you mother. And I mean, I closed the last one as the door opened and my mom came in to be oh, like, yeah. hey, what's up, guys? And we, I was just like, I could have I could have killed Emmett. Oh, my God. I could have killed him. How many Dude, viruses remember- did he give my computer in that 30 seconds? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I remember, like, our computer was in the, what was supposed to be the dining room, I guess. Like, what we call the family room. Yeah. But, like, it was facing away from the the side door we use. And I remember being a teenager, being in there, just going to town. And you hear the fucking key go in the deadbolt. And you're like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Trying to pull your fucking pants up real quick before anybody walks in. Oh, man. Being a kid. Like, these kids nowadays have smartphones and tablets and shit. They can go lock themselves in their bathroom. They, right. they I'm going to go pick struggle. a shit and then go jerk off. I'm going to go take a shower for 45 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, that's fucking Jesus Christ. I'll tell you what, what one of my favorite things was back in the day, too, was my spank material. It was uh, the I had a Divas, WWE Divas bikini magazine. Oh, yeah. Oh, good Lord, bro. Stacy Keebler. My God, dude! When uh, me, my best friend in middle school's name was Brad. I was talking about him. I think last week with the the crazy child molester lady. Yeah. Um, we were walking through the woods one time and found a used like a bra somebody had just thrown out there. And dude, like when you're like middle school age, finding a bra that belonged to someone other than your family member was <laughs> a fucking gold mine. <laughs> I'm just gonna smell this while I beat it off. The, uh, the struggle was real back then. You remember what, uh, looking at JPEGs back then, and it loaded like pixel line by pixel line. Oh yeah, dude, it took like, forever to get a oh yeah, fake just be like naked picture of Britney Spears. Yeah, one line at one line at a time, and then it would get right to the boobs, and like you hear your parents get up and you close it real quick, and then oh wait, that wasn't them. I was hearing things. Got to start back from scratch. Like, literally, for people younger than us, it would take, what would you say, legitimately two minutes to open a JPEG back at, then at, if it was particularly least. large? At least. Dude, I have this memory of being called into the computer room and both my parents are standing in there and my dad's just holding these couple sheets of paper. And this is when I learned that uh, browsers had a history that you could look at. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so he starts naming off these sites that I had visited. And I rem- I'll never forget, one of them was 69.com. And I'm like, I don't, I don't even know what 69 is at this point. You know what I'm saying? I was just looking for moves because a lot of, a lot of it, he was like, you visited playboy.com a lot. And I was like, 
I, I, I'm sure I tried to blame it on my friends or something like that. Anyway, uh, it wasn't long after that that I went into my computer and found the folder that history gets saved into for browsers and deleted it. So there was nice. no longer a way. Because now, obviously, it'll replenish. Back then, you deleted a file. That motherfucker was gone, as far yeah. as I know. So like that shit was just... And there was no more history for anything. So I had to like write down sites and stuff and bookmark things. <laughs> yep. Yeah, kids, back in our day, you didn't have incognito browsing. You just had to delete that history when you were done. Yeah, DuckDuckGo was not a thing. You just had to... Dude, when I was in uh, like elementary school, like fifth, sixth grade, my best friend's name was Patrick. Uh, we still talk from time to time. He lives out in... Uh, I think he's in LA now. He was in San Diego. Dude, like his, uh, his mom and dad's room were at the other end of the house from his room. We'd have sleepovers probably every weekend every other weekend so we decided we want to see some boobies his dad had a stack of playboys under the sink in their master bathroom so he like army crawls through their bedroom while they're asleep grabs a playboy crawls back through their bedroom comes back to his room like we're you know like what 11 12 years old we don't know what the fuck we're doing we just know we like naked women yeah so we're sitting there looking at this magazine giggling and shit we hide it under his mattress and the next morning, his mom comes in there because this dumbass went into the bathroom, took the Playboy, and left the bathroom cabinet wide open where they were at. So, of course, as soon as they woke up, went in the bathroom, they knew exactly what we had done. Uh. So, she comes in there. She's like, she's like, where is it? And he pulls it out and gives it to her. And dude, like, she was super cool. Like, his parents were super cool. Love them to death. She sat down on the bed and was like explaining to us how this is not how real women look and how these photos are touched up and all. And like, we didn't know any difference in that. We were just like, oh, boobies, you know, naked boobies. Those are awesome. So yeah, we're just like, it was so embarrassing sitting there with my best friend's mom, like explaining to us how this isn't what real women look like. And I'm sitting there thinking like, I I wish it was because I I like the look of this. (laughs) Dude, I have such a similar story to that. My grandpa... So when they used to live in Jacksonville back in the day and I'd go visit them, my grandpa was a heavy drinker back then. So he would get real drunk and fall asleep in his living room chair. Well, there was a nightstand in the living room that had a stack of magazines and at the very bottom of them were some playboys. And once my grandma was asleep, my grandpa was passed out. I'd slide one of those out and then go into the bathroom and have a yay old time. Oh yeah. And then I'd slide it. I'd remember where it was in the stack and I'd slide it back in there. Now flash forward a few years. I had gotten some Playboys of my own. One of them was the Tory Wilson Sable Playboy. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. like, that was like a prized possession of mine. I don't have it anymore. Unfortunately, I don't know what happened to it. Um, it'd probably be worth a little money. I do, Dude, we ought to do a, a side episode one day where I have, like, a case and a half of Playboys that I found when I was doing uh, property preservation. Some oh, of yeah. the Playboys that I have sell for some fucking money, bro. But I just don't know how to go about that. <laughs> Dude, dude, I used to subscribe to Playboy when I was like in my early 20s, um, single, living by myself, because they'd send a postcard in the mail and it's like, oh, get a year subscription for $10. And I'm like, I got 10 bucks. Yeah. And, and like, yeah, every every year when your subscription was ready to run out, it'd be like $10, you can get another year. And it was all like early 2000s stuff, so none of it's super valuable now. But I had like, I had a one of my dad's friends gave me the China the first China Playboy. There was like I remember there was like Lindsay Lohan. There was a bunch of pop stars and stuff in them. Yeah. But I found them probably five, six, seven years ago, and I was like, man, like I was moving. I think I was like, man, I can't take these with me because I think I was either engaged at the time or might have been 
right before we got engaged or something. I was like, man, I got to get rid of these. So I took them and like threw them in the dumpster at my apartment complex. But like I stopped for just a second. I was like, man, I should pull like two of these out and just like toss them in the woods just to like keep that tradition going of the little <laughs> kids out playing in the woods and find a nudie mag and it's like just changes their whole life yeah right absolutely dude um, then i started thinking about it. i was like man these kids got ipads and shit they're probably watching people fist each other in the butthole like playboy <laughs> just ain't gonna do anything for them anymore <laughs> so well so these these couple playboys that i had i had them in my bathroom and they were hidden under some towels that i never used right between oh, yeah. between some towels and they were there forever, forever. And one day I went in there after my mom had cleaned my bathroom and I looked for them and they were gone. And I remember my dad pulling me aside and being like, your mom found your magazines. He goes, she was upset. He goes, I didn't care. I told her, yeah. you know, you're at that age, whatever. He goes, so I'm going to give them back to you. He goes, but just don't keep them in the bathroom. Keep them somewhere that your mom's not going to see them. I was like, yes, sir. And they lived under my mattress from that point. I was going to say, <laughs> speaking of what, what was your go-to hiding spot for shit when you were a kid? Oh man. Uh, it was either under my mattress or in the bathroom, in the closet buried like under some, some towels and stuff. Do you see, I couldn't go under the mattress cause my mom would change my sheets. And so she would lift the mattress up and find stuff. So what I actually did, I felt like it was ingenious when I was a kid. It was probably stupid. Do you remember box springs had like that fabric, like stapled on the bottom of them yeah. that were kind of almost see-through? Fa- I cut a slit in that like towards the middle and I would just like crawl under my bed and stuff shit up in the box spring so that it wasn't like somewhere oh, yeah. somebody would find it without going and looking for it. But you had to be really careful because if you got the slit like too wide, it would sag. So you had to just cut just enough to get whatever it was up in there and then you had to push it up in there a little way so it wouldn't fall back out of the hole. Man, yeah, that was like my go-to hiding spot as a kid. So I didn't have an under the bed. My My box spring had drawers on it Oh, yeah. So I remember having a penthouse. And I remember, like, when I first started getting into that kind of stuff, penthouse was a little much for me. Oh, like, yeah. At, at first, you know what I mean? Like, so I remember taking one of the drawers out and laying that penthouse underneath the drawer and then putting the drawer back in. And I forgot about it until we got a new, I got a new bed. And I was like 19. And I lifted that thing up. There's just a penthouse under there. I was like, oh, hey, look at that. Nice. <laughs> oh, man. Do you remember, because you were a little pervert like me. You're a little younger than me, though, so you might not. There was a chat room service called, uh, it was like Virtual Places or something like that. It was literally like a browser would have like a room in it. And then on the right, you would have like the list of people in the room. The bottom, you'd have the chat window. You had little like rectangular avatars you could change. You could move around in the room and stuff. You could like link them to someone else's avatar to show you were a quote couple on the, in the chat room. (laughs) I don't remember that. Dude, I got into so much debauchery with that shit. Like I, one of my long, longest having friends, I guess I, She's, uh, her name's Christy. She lives in Australia. I met her in one of those chat rooms. Like we've been friends for almost 20 years now. Um, yeah, dude, like I got so much debauchery in that shit. Cause dude, there was no, like the internet was a wild west back then. Like there, there was, it was so easy for 14, 15 year olds to get into just the most 
disgusting stuff on the internet. Do you remember Rotten.com? Oh, God. Yeah. Dude, Rotten.com almost ruined my life. <laughs> like, dude, that set me on a really <laughs> dark path that luckily I broke away from. There was some fucked up shit on that website. Oh, for sure. Um, One second. Dude, I when I was 16... I made a cam girl fall in love with me. Nice. Like, uh, it was the strangest thing. I would always show up in her chats and talk to her, but I never had any money because I didn't have a card because I was 16. So I would just talk to her. And then she ended up, I ended up uh, giving her my email and then she started emailing me and then started texting me and then calling me and stuff. And uh, she would send me naked pictures and stuff. I want to say she was like 19 or 20. Yeah. Uh, But she knew I was 16 which was the thing that was kind of odd in retrospect, but like she said, I was way now, more. Now that you're older, you realize that she was a pedophile. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> but she was like, at the about time, how you were like, "This is cool as fuck." I was so mature for my age and stuff like that. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, I went to like we kept in contact for a long time, and she lived in Florida too. We were gonna meet up and fuck, but we never did. Um. I went to go check on her one day on Facebook and saw that she had overdosed and died. And I was like, Oh, oh fuck, wow. That's sad. That's sad. R.I.P. But she used to, I, there's still a cam girl from that site. It was called naked.com. And there's a cam girl. Good I still follow naked.com. Yeah. On uh, Instagram and stuff. Her name is uh, Tina Marie. And she's part of this group called the Radals. And I'll never forget that Messia would just get so angry with me. If I brought up the Radals, she fucking hated them for some reason. I don't know why, <laughs> but yeah, it was interest, interesting. Interesting time in the internet for sure. Oh, for sure. Oh man. Well, let's uh, let's move on from our our pervy <laughs> younger selves. Yeah, we've we've done thirty minutes of our teenage <laughs> porn lives. Let's uh, let's yeah. move to the next topic. <laughs> uh, so they announced that they're doing a Shorzy TV show, which is going to be a Letterkenny spinoff. Um, what are your what which are your, I am fucking stoked about. Are you okay? Because I've seen yes. mixed reactions. Um, I've seen people saying that, like, as soon as you see Shorzy's face, the magic is gone. And I'm like, but dude, everybody knew that was the same guy as Wayne. Oh yeah, like you could. Tell. I don't. I don't feel like it would be. Um, but to me, Shorzy was one of the best parts of Letterkenny. Like those skits were just the funniest shit. Those little segments with Shorzy. Oh, absolutely. So I think. I think it's going to be good. I'm going to watch it regardless, whether it's good or bad. Um, yeah, I really hope uh, Riley and Jonesy are in it, too, because they kind of make that whole dynamic work as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Shorzy has some of the best fucking quips in the entirety, oh, yeah. the entirety of TV. And that high-pitched Canadian voice just... Fuck oh, you, bud. Great. Yeah, it's Oh, just absolutely hysterical. I really look forward to it, which leads me into... Like, what are some of your favorite... So, I consider Letterkenny a sitcom, um, even though there's no audience. Like, it's still a situational yeah. comedy-style show. What are some of your favorite sitcoms? I figure we could talk about them for a while. Um, I'm trying to think of any modern ones. You know, like, when I was a kid, of course, I love... We had, like, a set group of sitcoms when we were kids, like Full House and Family Matters and... Uh, what was it? Step by Step. Oh, all yeah, of growing, that. Growing basically, pains, all of those. Basically the TGI Friday lineup. Boy Beats World. Uh, oh, yeah. Nowadays, um, like The Office was great. I don't know. Yep. If, I guess you could call that a situational comedy. It's almost more of a mockumentary, but 
it works, I think. Um, you said one earlier before we started recording, uh, Seinfeld. Seinfeld's oh, great. Classic. You know, I, um, I wonder how well that show ages with younger people because, like, I, w- I don't know if they get the jokes anymore that we still I get. I feel like they probably don't, but it's, I love it. It's dry humor, which I love. Um, yeah. Let's see. Trailer Park Boys is one that comes to Trailer mind. Trailer Park Boys is absolutely amazing. Fucking phenomenal, dude. And that show's been around forever. Oh, yeah. Which, it's kind of not around anymore. Like, it's, it's weird. It's, uh, Something happened with Mike Smith, the guy that plays Bubbles. He got accused of like sexually assaulting some fellow oh. cast members or something, and Netflix pulled the plug on the show. No, it was uh, he got into a dispute with his I don't know if it's his wife or his girlfriend or whatever, and he grabbed her yeah. around the throat. Yeah, um, but apparently, like she was hitting him and stuff, and he was trying to get her to stop hitting him, so he grabbed her. I don't, I don't know. There was a lot of well, cloud. There was that. But it was also the chick that played, uh, why was her name escaping me? Yeah, Lucy. She claimed he had done something inappropriate and she quit the show. I think she's come back since and redacted that statement. Um, but I think when, uh, what's his name? Oh, God, I'm drawing blanks all day today. Oh, Jim oh, Leahy. Oh, 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 um, um, what's his actual oh, name? Something Dunsworth. Oh, my goodness. What is John it? Dunsworth. John Dunsworth. He, when he died, I feel like that kind of put a huge anchor around the neck of the show. Like without without Leahy, it wouldn't be the same show. Yeah. And they're still doing stuff. They have their own app that they yeah. uh, swear net that they put stuff on now. Um, I want to sign up for it. I don't really have the spare money to do it just yet. Um, I see a lot of shorts that they put out on YouTube and stuff now, and Facebook. That's really funny. I I don't um, I don't know if they still do it, um, but on SwearNet they had a a show that they did called Tripping with Lee, and it was the yeah. character Lee from that show, and he would go around the world with his mom, and he would take like hallucinogenic drugs and then just sit there and just like chill with his mom at these beautiful oh, yeah. places in the world. I'm like, what a cool show! I'd totally do that. <laughs> they had that. I remember they had a show about like it was basically the the news, but it was uncensored. Where they would like tell the tell the current events and stuff, but without any kind of censorship whatsoever. Oh my god, that was pretty interesting. Their podcast um, was pretty entertaining for a while too. I don't know if it's still around. But. I don't know. I never I never listened to. I've got like as you know, I've got a handful of podcasts that I listen to, and my commute is a lot shorter now. And I've got the kid with me for a lot of it, so I can't listen to the oh, podcast. Yeah. You I like listen to Trailer Park Boys. No, no, because they're in and, character uh, for it. <laughs> so like by the time I finish my like short amount of podcasts I listen to it's been a week and the next episodes are rolling out. So, um, but I do listen to, uh, workaholics, the guys that did workaholics, um, the, it's called, this is important. It's a great podcast where it's just, um, Adam Blake Anders and Kyle Newichek, who was Carl on workaholics, but he's also the director of the show. And they just basically what we do, they just shoot the shit, for an hour a week and it's absolutely just hilarious and that was another funny show was workaholics oh yeah like that show was really great that scene that, that episode my favorite episode is the one where they steal the the dinosaur statue and oh they're, yeah they're trying to figure out what the name dra- it. the dragon statue yeah yeah he's like i think we should name it reptar you know it's so tommy yep. of me <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah dude one of the funniest ones to me was when the i think their house was infested with rats so they were having it fumigated, and they had to sleep in the office, and they all got high on mushrooms, and then oh, thought yeah. 
people were trying to break into the office. And it was actually like IT guys coming to do yeah. work overnight. Oh, uh, that show was funny as shit. Um, I know what, when dude, I was, I had the, oh, go ahead. I had the biggest crush on the actress who played Alice Murphy on that show, the boss. Oh yeah. She was like, I just, oh yeah. I just had a huge crush on her when that show was on. When I was younger, there was like a whole sitcom block on TBS that I would watch. Um, I think it was like when I got off school, it'd be like the Steve Harvey show. Yeah. And then it would roll into um, the Drew Carey show. And then from there, it would roll into uh, Home Improvement. And was then, Everybody Loves Raymond on that block? Yes, it was. Yeah. Yeah, because it yeah. went uh, Home Improvement, uh, Seinfeld, Friends, and Everybody Loves Raymond. I'm pretty sure in that yeah. order. Oh, yeah. And it might have been uh, Everybody Loves Raymond might have come before Seinfeld and Friends, but like those those were the shows that were that would play every day. Oh yeah. So I, those are the shows that I have near and dear to my heart because I've seen them so much that I'm like, dude, I love those. Oh yeah. Everybody loves Raymond. Dude, I it's loved uh, I loved Home Improvement growing up. I oh, thought that yeah. was a great show. <laughs> All of those shows, dude. Drew Carey show was phenomenal. Oh, uh, there was, oh yeah. There was another show that came on after Drew Carey. I'm sorry, it was called Yes, Dear. I vaguely remember that. So it was about. I remember the title. Greg and Kim were the two main characters, or two of the main characters, and they were like the ones that had like the new baby, and they had the nice house. Greg had the good job, and then in, oh, yeah. in yeah. their pool house um, lived Kim's sister and her husband, which was uh, Jimmy and Christine, and then their two boys who were rambunctious hellions. Oh yeah. And oh yeah. I, I actually that show's not streaming anywhere. I actually pirated that show and have it on my computer because it's so good, but you can't find it anywhere. But dude, I liked uh, Primo two thousand sitcom comedy Primo. Oh yeah, I liked uh, According to Jim. I thought it was pretty decent sitcom as yeah, well. I agree. Um, oh, before I forget, um, that show Mike and Molly, the guy, oh, who, yeah, the, we... the guy who played Mike. He, yeah. He the first time I ever saw him was in Yes Dear. He played one of Jimmy's best friends. Oh uh, yeah. I love the uh, yeah. Billy Gardell or something like that. Funny motherfucker. Billy Gar like Gardell or something yeah, like that. Funny yeah. motherfucker, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. There's uh, there's so many of those old shows that like I wonder if they would hold up now. I mean, they do to me, obviously, because I we oh, watched yeah. them back then. So obviously, we have that nostalgia factor. But yep. some of those earlier shows, like like we were talking about with Seinfeld, you know, and I wonder how like say Friends would hold up these days to younger kids. Oh yeah. Speaking of something that doesn't hold up super well, I've been watching through uh, Nick Arcade on Paramount Plus, and I loved that show as a kid. Like, I wanted to go on that show so bad. I'm pretty sure they filmed it in Orlando. Now, Dude, I believe that this, sh- this is the show that you and Willie were talking about that gave away, like, Neo yeah. Geo games and stuff, right? Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. Well, they had Neo Geo games on it. The, the I've only, like, four episodes in. The prizes have been fucking garbage. Like, uh, one of the prizes was a pair of British Knight sneakers. Um, one was a, one was a Singalodeon, uh, karaoke machine. Twice they gave away a, like, pop up tent. <laughs> um, the, the grand prize was always a trip to, uh, Orlando Studio or, uh, Universal Studios in Orlando with, like, a hotel stay and all of this stuff. Dude, that show could have been so much better if they'd have made it an hour long instead of 30 minutes and if they'd have gave it more than like a $20 per episode budget like it's so it's such a low budget show was that is was that before the time of like 
uh, Legend of the Hidden Temple and stuff like that because I feel like that's when they started putting a little more money into their shows. I think maybe. Um, I think so. But this one was like, dude, like literally the last episode I watched last night, the two teams, you had yellow team and red team was a boy and girl on each team. They had the face off at the beginning of each round where they literally played Pong. Like you can see it's it's Atari 2600 like paddle controllers laying on a fake arcade machine and it's Pong but it's with like a brain theme. It's like it's on uh, on neurons running and hitting whatever. It's bad. Like it's bad. Um dude, the red team won and the host goes, "Oh yeah, the yellow team won that round." Never corrects himself, just rolls with it. Um, (laughs) one time they would show you, remember you had like Mikey on the board and you had to like move Mikey and you would land on different spaces. Yeah. Do like that episode. He's like, all right. So at the end of the round, they would say, show us all the spaces they didn't choose and what was there. Dude, it never popped up. And the host is like, come on, let's see what it is. He's like, okay. And like, they just never showed it. Like something happened, I guess. And they just (laughs) rolled right past it. It's like the budget was so bad on that show. If they'd have budgeted it any better. I think it would have been a lot better show. But I know back then, kids' attention spans were a huge thing. So they didn't yeah. want shows to be super long if they were aimed at kids. Because they're like, oh, a kid's not going to sit here for an hour watching a TV show. Little did they know that would only get worse as time goes on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so while we're on the topic of media, I, I have a question for you, man. So, like, I have gotten right. to the point... And I'm going to use The Witcher as an example, right? As someone who's played The Witcher 3 and really enjoyed the story and all of that, and that was 80-plus hours. Oh, yeah. I have really enjoyed The Witcher series that's on Netflix, season one and season two. And I feel like had they had just released a Witcher movie, that it wouldn't have been able to delve as deep into the lore you know what I mean? So yeah. I feel like, oh, yeah. so my question to you is movies versus like a streaming series. Which do you prefer? Now, I will say I didn't play any of the Witcher games and I couldn't really get into the show. Like I've watched the show, but it didn't really grab me by the nuts and just hold me in place like a lot of shows have in the past. Yeah. Um, I tend to agree with you. I think some stuff you need a show. Um, that being said, I think some shows get picked up by the wrong networks. Like the prime example for yeah. me is The Walking Dead. Um, the Walking Dead got picked up by AMC. They were like, we want, I think it's 22 or 22, 22 or 24 episode seasons where they had about 10, 10 episodes worth of content. And they're like, let's stretch this shit out over 22 episodes. And there's so much boring ass shit in there where nothing was happening. Whereas if The Walking Dead had been put on HBO or Stars or Showtime, where there was no censorship, there was a 10 episode season, I think that show would have been monumentally better. Because yeah. the, I don't know if you've read the comic books, the comic books are gruesome. It's just like there's people fucking, there's people like getting heads cut off. It's all kinds of crazy shit that they're not going to show on a cable network. Yeah. Which goes back to what we were talking about last week with needless censorship in the U.S. Um, but yeah, some stuff I would say, I'm trying to think of any specific example. Some things do not need to be a show. Some things could be wrapped up very nicely in a movie. But I'm trying to think of any specific examples. Uh, I can think um, of one right off the top of my head. 
that would be Which that one? would probably make a better movie halo yeah i can see a halo movie um the show actually i'm caught up on the show it's getting better it's like there's another like unsc versus covenant fight episode that's really fucking good um yeah i need, I need to catch up I, on it i just i you still know, think I got- that one i still think that one serves well as a maybe like a 10 episode season i don't think it needs to go i don't think any shows need 25 episodes a year anymore i think you need to wrap it up cut all the fat out of it and put it out in action-packed chunks versus stretching the shit out over 20 hours when you've got 10 hours worth of story yeah but i mean also if it's something that where you've got you know a hundred hours worth of story you know it's depends oh, yeah. on, it depends on the uh uh i guess the material that you're working with you yeah. know like because yeah. i like i think one of the issues that people have with this wheel of time show that came out was that like there was a lot of things getting skipped over because the wheel of time that's like a long big huge series you know what i mean oh yeah so they might be able to touch on more but the another thing is like and this is gonna sound man i do not want this to come off the way that it might sound but like certain certain castings sometimes throw me off does that make oh, sense yeah like, I'm trying to explain this, like, without coming off sounding racist or anything, because I swear to God I'm not. That's not what I mean by that. But, like, okay, so, like, I'll use The Witcher, for example, right? Yeah. All, like, The Witcher takes place in, in Europe in, you know, the early hundreds. You know, it's just, yeah. like, it's a, it's back in the day. So, like, all of the characters from there are, like, uh, from Europe, uh, northern Europe, Poland, yeah. like that area, right? And then they casted this girl as one of the witches who is like very, very dark-skinned girl. And she is a fantastic actor. But it's almost like she stands out amongst the rest of everybody else. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. whereas like, it's like if you would have... What's that movie? Uh, Oh my God, I can't think of the movie. What's it about? Uh, it was the... Like, okay, Django. Like if you if you'd have made Django white, that'd have been weird as fuck. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like that whole story would have been different. Like I don't know. So sometimes casting kind of like uh, kind of like the Last Samurai being Tom Cruise. Yeah, exactly. Fucking exactly. Why? Why not cast somebody who could have feasibly been a samurai or related to like I don't. Or William Fitchner being Shredder in that uh, Megan Fox TMNT movie. Like, I love William Fitchner. I think he's an amazing actor, but Shredder's a Japanese guy. He always has been. Yep. And yeah, I agree. Like, some roles, like a buddy of mine, we were talking about the other day, James Bond specifically. They're looking for a replacement. There was rumor that they were talking about uh, casting a woman. To me, James Bond does not need to be a woman. Yes, that being said, Wonder Woman doesn't need to be a man. Like, there's roles that are specifically written for whatever gender. Yeah. Now, like, if they put out a James Bond movie that's a female, I'm still going to go see it. I'm not going to boycott. I'm not going to be a dick about it. But I feel like somebody like Idris Elba, he's getting older now, but I think he'd have been good for that role. Yeah, for um, sure. And if, and if you you're going to do a female-style James Bond, start a new IP and build a whole new thing around it. You know what I mean? Like, make this, yeah. like, a really bad a really bad bitch. So she's just out there killing motherfuckers, oh, yeah. getting the job done. So she's not being compared to other James Bonds. So there's not yeah. that, you know, that crossover where people are like, well, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Just make it a new thing. Like, that. that's what the way I would do it, at least. And to the flip of that, like in the new Thor movie, 
there'll be a quote-unquote female Thor, I'm perfectly fine with that. Because I was in the comics, it's explained, and there's a reason they're doing that. They're not just magically turning Thor, Odin's son, into a woman. They're replacing Thor with a female character that's already in the universe. Yeah, It makes sense, so I'm perfectly fine with that. But I don't see James Bond being a woman. Yeah. It just it doesn't seem... I don't want to say it doesn't seem right to me. It doesn't seem like it flows with that original story. And my thought has always been, because we were talking about Chadwick Boseman too. Uh, you know, Chadwick Boseman died. It was horrible. He was amazing as T'Challa in Black Panther. Personally, I feel like they should recast that role, act like nothing happened and keep going. I don't think it's disrespectful to Chadwick Boseman to recast his role. People get recast all the time. That's how we got on the James Bond topic of, you know, how many people have been James Bond and it's not that big of a deal. Granted, you know, none of them died while being James Bond. But like I said, I don't see it as disrespectful to continue your story with a different actor because the first one passed away. I mean, Superman. There's been multiple yeah. Supermans. There's been multiple Batmans. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So I, I totally get what you're saying. I totally get what you're saying. And, and also, like, in comics comics is such a wide breadth of storytelling oh, yeah. that there's like if you want to recast the superhero as somebody else dude there's probably a comic that there's there's a basis for that on you know what i mean so like yep. yeah because there, there's been uh, all different kinds of races uh have been superman spider-man like all of all of these different superheroes and supervillains you know so i mean there's oh, yeah. a whole breadth of things there but it's just there are certain stories like you said, The Last Samurai or like The Witcher and yeah. things like that. That I just think that like because of the world that that is built in, it just throws it off. Oh, yeah. It's just casting, man. Like, I don't know. Yep. And that but being no, said, uh, they, they could cast, you know, somebody who is uh, that looks right for the job but is awful at acting and it could be just as bad. Oh, yeah. So there's also that. Yep. Too. Yep. One that I'm apprehensive about is... uh them casting Bella Ramsey as Ellie in the last of us show, because as you know, I absolutely love the last of us. It's my favorite video game franchise. I don't see her being Ellie. She's a massively talented actress. Um, I think she did great in game of Thrones, but I don't see her as Ellie. If it were up to me, I would have cast, let me see if I can find her name. You watch stranger things, right? Uh, I've seen, uh, the third season. Yeah. I'm looking at a picture um, of Bella Ramsey, and she does not look like Ellie to me. Though, she so does not look like Ellie at all. Whereas, I'm going to send you this picture. Um, the girl, the redheaded girl from Stranger Things. Uh, I think her name was like Max or something. Yeah, Max Mayfield. The actress's name is Sadie Sink. I would have cast her. I think she could have pulled it off so much better. Um, let's see. I'm going to send you a picture of her. I know this makes for thrilling audio. <laughs> but... Um, I look up Sadie Sink if you're listening. I think she would have a looked the part a lot better. B she watching Stranger Things, she has the attitude to play Ellie. I would have cast her personally, but HBO still hasn't answered me regarding my jobs there. So <laughs> um, those bastards. Yeah, like I sent you a picture of it. It's I think she would have done the part phenomenally, but I don't know. I don't know how Hollywood cast. She's got the freckles so, and stuff. I could see that. She's got the freckles. If she dyed her hair brown, I think she'd look a lot like her. Um, she has that sassy, like almost adult in a kid's body 
attitude and mentality. I think she could have pulled it off perfectly, but who am I to say? Here's what, know, I don't. Uh, here's what I want to know, though, about The Last of Us show. Yeah. It, is Ellie going to randomly pull out a book of jokes and just tell some jokes every now and then? I hope so. Because that would um, be tremendous. <laughs> now, that being said, something I saw that really makes me nervous is Pedro Pascal said he did not play the game because he did not want to, quote, imitate Joel from the game. That's what we want you to do. It's like, that's exactly what we want you to do. We want you to be video game Joel. We don't want your personal spin on it. Like, we want you to be him. What the fuck? But I've never seen Pedro Pascal do a role badly. So I think he's going to do a good job. Is that the Mandalorian, dude? Yeah. He's a Mandalorian. He was uh, Oberyn Martell in Game of Thrones. Um, what else? Did He's he, done a bunch of shit. He did, was uh, Narcos. He was the one of the cops in Narcos. Did he take his helmet off in Game of Thrones too? Oh, yeah. God damn it. Spoiler <laughs> alert if you haven't watched Game of Thrones. Did you watch it? No, I have no idea who that character okay. even is. So I'm just um, throwing shots in the dark. Spoiler alert if you have not watched Game of Thrones. Put your fingers in your ears and la 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 for a little bit. He took his helmet off, and the guy he was fighting crushed his skull. Brutal. So, yeah, Brutal. maybe Pedro should learn to keep his fucking helmet on. Yeah, that's a, that's a show that I've been meaning to watch. Um, oh, just, it's just good. Because. Um, It gets a lot of shit for the ending. Personally, I liked it. Feel free to shoot your flaming arrows at me. I like the ending. I thought it was good. I thought Dude, it made sense historically. People shit on the ending of The Sopranos at the time, and now that's yeah. considered one of the greatest fucking moments in TV. So you know, yeah. Oh, that was the funniest thing because uh, when Jen and I watched through that like last year, she had never seen the ending. So when it came up to the ending, I'm sitting there like smirking. She doesn't know what's coming. She says, "She's like, what the fuck? That's it?" I was like, "Yep, that's it. Show's over. James Scandolfini's dead." So we'll never get Dude, anything past this. I, she was so mad. I had a similar instance with my parents because they had never seen the ending. And we're sitting there and I knew it was coming. Yeah, so you're sitting there just waiting. And it goes, hey, don't yep. stop. And it just cuts to black. And my mom yep. goes, oh, what happened? Did it stop? And then the credits come up and my dad goes, oh, what the fuck? That's it? Yep. <laughs> he was like, oh, dude. And then after like two minutes, my dad looks at me and he goes, it was the greatest show in television history. <laughs> oh, it was an amazing show. Other so than uh, the one scene where uh, Tony goes in the living room and his Anthony's playing N64, and oh, he literally picks a controller up with one hand and tries to play Like, they're playing Mario Kart. He's just got one hand on the controller. Yeah. It's like, dude, this, obviously this is fake, but yeah. It's like, I, I love when I see things in... in things like that where like they'll be holding an xbox controller but they're playing a yep. game that i know was only on playstation yep. <laughs> you know, things like that you're just like oh come on man you could have done a little fucking research yeah <laughs> or those shows where like one of them's holding a, a xbox controller and the other one's holding like an nes controller <laughs> like just yeah. like you couldn't have done a little bit better than that you couldn't at least found two matching controllers for them to be playing with <laughs> Oh, man. Speaking of, like, retro things, sir, uh, and you were talking to me about Nerf footballs, which I have not heard about in a long fucking time. So please inform yeah, me. So, what so this is a very specific story, and it's uh, a little telling of how I feel about people. We have this <laughs> running theme on this show that people are stupid. So my buddy comes up. He uh, owns a comic book store, and he buys a bunch of collections of toys, comics, and stuff. He brings me this Nerf football. 
is a Dallas Cowboys like Nerf football from 1998 and is still in the shrink wrap. He's like, oh, here. I'm like, yeah, dude, I appreciate it, but like, I don't really collect stuff anymore. I've kind of just given up that aspect of my life. So I'm like, dude, you can keep it if you want. He's like, I was like, cause I'll probably just sell it. He's like, well, you're going to sell it. I'll keep it. He's like, cause it sells for like 70 bucks on eBay. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And I go pull up eBay and look it up. Dude, people are paying like 50 to $75 for a sealed Nerf football from 98. Like, that is fucking retarded to me. Like, why would you pay $70 for a fucking Nerf football? I don't get it. It's it's insane. The whole collecting market's become wild, bro. Like Dude, for some uh some of these car like magic cards, just magic cards that I have. Oh yeah. Like some of those are fucking twenty dollars for one card. And I'm like, really? Yep. And I, mean, I tried I for a little while. I tried for a little while to get back into football trading card collecting, which has gone just fucking insane. And uh, it got to where over the pandemic, you couldn't find them. There's literally Walmart and Target sells them, but there's a third party company that stocks them in those stores. I found out through the community, there were people actually paying those people that were stocking the big box stores, paying them to let them know when they were going to be stocking. Then they would come clear the shelves because $20 boxes were selling for a hundred bucks on eBay. So, like, it's impossible to keep up with because you've got these guys literally buying an advantage to get the stuff that they don't even fucking want it. They just want to sell it and make a profit, which is another thing I absolutely hate about the world today is people don't give a shit about anything except making money anymore. And it drives me fucking insane. It's like I can't I like I couldn't buy Pokemon cards for my kids because sweaty neckbeards were waiting at target at 6 a.m to go in and buy up all the pokemon cards they were stocking just so they could sell them they didn't even want the fucking cards but like i look um there's a couple of youtubers i would watch that open boxes of cards and about a week ago one of their videos popped up and i was like let me let me watch this it's like five minute video i had a little bit of time to kill do he opens a box there's five cards in this box five f-i-v-e this box cost $380 for five fucking football cards. There's like one, wow. one graded card, four non-graded cards, like two autographs in the box. But like, dude, he opened it. It was all shit. It might have been $40 worth of cards in that box. And I was like, you know what? $380. You can buy a fucking Nintendo Switch for that. Yeah. And you pay for five fucking cards. That's so fucking stupid there's that there's that whole community behind opening cards and stuff i know oh yeah i know some people who are really into watching those um and i watched i watched a pokemon one the other night that wasn't bad because what they were doing was people would buy the cards from them and they would open them on camera so they could see what they got and then send it to them so that's cool because they're doing that but oh yeah but and i believe uh me and you have talked about this but not on air um there was that those guys that were doing the opening of the sports cards on yeah, stream yep. and they looked like douchebags i don't know who they are but i hope they all die in a fire because they looked like yeah dude, I, I hope they all get herpes like they they look like the type of people who would get herpes they, they were just the douchiest looking motherfuckers and they're opening and they're all loud and obnoxious as fuck oh, yeah. i don't know why that's a thing why people enjoy watching loud obnoxious people on the internet but uh, please make that not a fucking thing anymore thank you signed old man yelling at cloud um so they pulled a card that was worth like $50,000 or something crazy, $20,000. Oh, yeah. And they were like, sorry, dude, we can't give this card away. 
even though somebody had paid for that pack no, to be open. What it was was they did a, a giveaway pack. They're like, oh, we're going to draw a name. We're going to open this pack and oh, okay. give it to somebody for free. So they open it. It's got this expensive-ass card in it. Yeah, they look it up, and it's like a five-figure card. They literally are like, no, sorry, dude. We're not giving this away. And it's like, dude, that's fucking horseshit. That's like, what your whole channel is based on is y'all doing that. Exactly. Exactly. And then, like, that guy never did get that card. Like, they sold the card, and then I think they offered him some money and then didn't even send him the money. The guy that won the giveaway basically was just shit out of luck. God, I hope I was that like, channel Dude, that is the That is the most unscrupulous shit I've ever seen before. That'd be like if I, like my buddy did a, uh, with his comic book store, he ordered these mystery boxes from one of the places that do those card mystery boxes. They did comics, graded comics. And he was like, let me, he's like, I'm going to order a bunch of them because they had some good shit in them. Yeah. And I think he ordered like, eight of them or something and he got like two or three of the big like grand prize books when he ordered and he was like i'm he opened them and he was like i'm gonna keep these and sell them but then the stuff that wasn't really worth that much he's like i'm gonna use these as free giveaways like if you come to my store spend a hundred dollars you'll get entered in a raffle to win this book but it was a mystery but like yeah if he had if he had just left the boxes closed and been like oh if you spend a hundred bucks you win and if somebody had won one of those books that was worth like five thousand dollars it would have sucked but he would have given it to him yeah. he wouldn't have been like sorry this is too expensive you're not getting this for free he would have just used it as publicity you know take pictures of the person holding the book and shit advertise it hell and yeah. get more business in the store but yeah no there's no way in hell he would have been like sorry i'm not giving you this book it's too expensive it's the same type of situation where like if a, like the little local uh booze store here like they had a ten thousand dollar scratch off ticket sell so they put a little sign up that said there was a ten thousand dollar seller here come get your cards yep. here type thing you know what i'm saying and it's, it's the same thing he could have used that same thing yeah where it's like dude you might get a comic worth five hundred dollars if you come spend at least a hundred bucks and get in the mystery thing yeah that's yep that's perfectly acceptable what those dudes did was just like was horseshit oh hey we're gonna give you this nintendo oh i'm sorry actually we're not gonna give you this nintendo we're gonna give you this weird little knockoff nintendo and hope you're okay with it this, yeah no yeah we're gonna we're gonna give away this nes classic oh dalton suitor won Oh, wait, we just looked this up on eBay, and it's selling for a lot of money, so we're going to send you this Chinese knockoff one instead, and then never actually send you the Chinese knockoff one. Yeah. What the fuck? I hope that channel tanked. I really do. I hope hope so. I hope they're out of business right now, personally. I don't even remember the name of it, but like, I hope it's gone. Matter of fact, I'm going to look it up, because I want to advertise. Everybody go to this channel and leave shitty stuff. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, dude. I just... It just bugs the shit out of me, because like, I've done... I always preface like on Steam Machine when I do like a, a key giveaway that there are always keys that I have extras of and I have no promises that it's a good game, but I'll give you a free game if you enter the whatever, you know? Oh, yeah. So, I don't know. Like, I get- like, uh, like if we did a giveaway on this show or you did one on Steam Machine podcast and you were like, oh, you know, we're going to get a random code out of this mystery box and give it away for free. And you draw the name, and then you do the big thing on on uh, Facebook or whatever the reveal, and it's some brand new uh, sixty seventy dollar game that you want to play, and you just be like, "Oh well, I changed my mind. I'm going to keep this one. We'll we'll do a different one for you." Yeah, like no, that's that's horseshit. It's like no, dude, no, they get what they get, dude. Like if that's if they you know if I pull fucking Starfield and it's for a 
even though I really want that game when it comes out, if it's for somebody else, dude, I mean, that's, that's what it is. Absolutely. You know? But yeah, back to like the... The shitheads. People, people just spending too much money on stupid shit. Like, dude, it's fucking ridiculous. There are, there's a Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh, I think it's a rookie card, that somebody spent like over a million dollars on, and that card is like a few years old now. Like... It's a fucking piece of cardboard with a signature. Like, I could buy a basketball with his signature on it for, like, a hundred bucks. Why are you paying a million dollars for a fucking card? Once oh, and that channel is Backyard Breakers. So they Backyard pulled a $25,000 card for a giveaway and then said the card is too expensive to be given away. I must send you the link so we can put it in the show notes. Everybody that's listening, go give this channel shit. Because what they did is horseshit. I have these. Like these oh, yeah. tops baseball cards, I don't think any of them are worth anything. But no, I think that set, the way they do those, is that's basically the full base set from that run. Yeah, 91. whatever that particular set. Yeah, it's like that's the full base set. So it's probably nothing in there. Might be some rookies in there that are worth some money now, but like all the special insert cards and stuff wouldn't be in that box. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. And this is old as fuck. Like I said, this is 1991. Like I have had this almost my, actually, probably my whole life. Something my grandma got and then gave to me when I was a little older. She, dude. Oh, go ahead. So the follow up on that backyard breakers, it says, uh, the TLDR was they were giving away the contents of the box to the viewers, pulled a card worth 25000 said they would give away something else in return, after Backlash said they would donate $20,000 to charity instead, which I still don't think they did that either. says, but now they're giving the card away out of all the hate they got. How the, like, dude, even if you go back now and give them the card, no, the fucking damage is done. Don't do it now because you're losing viewers. You're losing money. Like you're you're a piece of shit. There's no way to save that right now. Not only that, I mean, no offense to charity or anything, but like, cool that you guys are going to donate to charity to save face, but that doesn't fucking help the guy you fucked over at all. Yeah, no, not at all. Like here you go. I'll show you the reminder of the douchebag with oh, his half cut t shirt and his fucking like blonde carrot top hair. Oh god. Like, yeah, him in particular. Yeah, him in particular. Yeah. <laughs> him in particular, he looked like a fucking piece of shit. And, and he proved that he was a fucking piece of shit real quick. Like and I this is I don't want this to come off wrong because I know some jocks who are good people, but like they were just your stereotypical loud fucking sport fan douchebags it's like the absolutely the vibe that i got from them because dude if i could only i don't even want to i don't even want to impersonate it like because just i really there's so much shouting i just i don't understand oh, yeah. i was having this like, conversation what? with uh nate and willie about people who stream video games it's like one of the reasons that i like markiplier is he does some stuff but not often whereas you have people like pewdiepie and people like that who just fucking yell the whole time yeah, and like dude. why yeah, I hate those people that are like, welcome to my Twitch stream. Like, no, yeah. like, calm the fuck down. Like, that's why I love watching Nate play. Nate is pretty relaxed. You know, he laughs. He gets energetic. He gets pissed off when uh, he can't set a personal best on Blue Marlin, which I'm pulling for him, dude. I want him to I want him to get that sub 10. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, yeah, I can't stand watching. Like, if I turn on a YouTube video and somebody's screaming into the camera, I'm like, yep, close this, something else. Yeah. Like, I just... I. I don't know if it's because I'm old and crotchety or what, but I just can't. 
I can't deal with that shit. It probably is because we're getting to be old men. Yeah, that we're just like, probably don't, so. don't yell at me, Sonny. <laughs> and uh, Pat Contry uh, has a podcast called uh, Completely Unnecessary Podcast. I listen to it every week. Great show. You should check it out if you like video game stuff. He was talking about YouTube. He said, now, you have the old schoolers like him who started when YouTube was new. And they did YouTube because it was something they enjoyed doing. They weren't doing it as a career. Whereas yeah. now you have these people on YouTube and Twitch and TikTok and whatever that they're trying to make a career out of it and they're chasing trends. So they're being loud, obnoxious, whatever they think kids want to watch because kids are the ones sitting there watching this shit all day. And they're basically selling their souls for likes and subscribes. And that's the ones that I just really can't stand watching because they're usually the most annoying people on yeah. any given content streaming service. Dude, I can relate to that because when I first started on YouTube, I think my first video ended up in like 2008 or 2009. So it was like right in the beginning. And I've always just over the years been putting up vocal covers and stuff on there, right? And it's funny that like if you go back to my older videos, they have a lot more views than stuff I release now. And it's because back then it oh, yeah. was a lake, whereas now it's a fucking seven oceans big you know what i'm saying oh yeah but like i never did the whole make sure everything's pretty and pristine like even the thing i sent you the other day where you were like oh well you're it looks like your vocals are off a little bit i'm like oh that's because i recorded the vocals and then just faked me singing it for a video yep. so it's not gonna be completely the same i was like but like, Which, like i said that that could have been my phone streaming it through a browser too <laughs> that's a possibility but it's just to me yeah, it's just I do it for fun. You know what I mean? Like I do it because I enjoy oh, yeah. it. Um, and I'll give up on something if it's too much effort for not enough return. Like uh, the, putting the Steam Machine episodes up on YouTube, they'd get like two to four views maybe. So oh, I was yeah. just like, okay, so people aren't really digging this, so I'm not going to keep doing it. But that's because they're like, I wasn't like uploading those wasn't fun. Like doing the episodes is fun. Talking with the boys is fun. Uploading it to anchor and all that stuff is easy. Doing it to YouTube was a bit more of a process. Whereas me doing vocal covers, I have a lot of fun doing that. And I just put them up if people, cause I like to get feedback. So like if people want to give me oh, feedback yeah. stuff, that's fine. I am not trying to make a career out of that. If anything, I want to make a career talking like we're doing right now. Oh yeah. You know, just, just chatting. But I, I know that there's no hope in a YouTube career. You know, anything I do on YouTube is mostly because that's just fun. And do most of the people I know or that I see on Twitter and stuff that are making a career out of streaming or YouTube channels, they're fucking miserable because it's a 24 seven job. You can't take a break because if you take a week off, people are going to go find something else to watch and then they're not going to come back to you. It'll fuck with your so algorithms like, and all of that. Yeah. It's, yep. So many people I know are talking about how, how depressed they are. Their lives are miserable. You know, they can't stand doing this anymore, but they, it's what they do for a living. So they can't stop it at this point. And like, yeah, a lot of people think, Oh, I just want to make YouTube videos, be rich and famous. It's like, it's, it's a full-time job. It's yeah. beyond a full-time job. And I assume that like a lot of the channels that I watch, like those people probably have normal jobs and then just do YouTube on the side. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, yeah. Other than other than like outside Xbox and PlayStation Access, but that's because they actually work for those companies and that's you know they oh, do yeah. the videos for that. So that's a little different. And I feel like that kind of stuff falls more under like journalism than yeah content creation. Yeah, absolutely. Like I absolutely. love uh, Jess McDonald on What Culture Gaming. 
Yeah, what culture is nice? Jess and uh, Jules, I love those two on what culture. So I'll watch videos that they put out because I like the way they cover the things they're they're covering. I've heard uh, Andy from outside Xbox throw throw shade at what culture before in a joking way where he was oh, just yeah. like, yeah, told you this list is going to get dark. You want something a little more lighthearted? Why don't you go watch what culture or something like that? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it just always cracks me. Yeah, but yeah, all of those, I think even PC Gamer has some stuff up. You know, uh, unfortunately, the PC gamers videos tend to be like three to five minutes long for the ones that I want to watch. And I'm like, God damn, this is not long oh, enough yeah. for me to get the content that I want. You know, my sweet spot is like 20 minutes to two hours. Anything over two hours, I know it's going to take me more than one day to watch unless I'm really, really into that channel and just watch it all day in the background. But when you get shorter than 20 minutes, I start being like, well, are you going to be able to tell me everything I need to know? You know and it depends See, on the I'm- type of video, too by the way see i'm the opposite like if it hits the 30 minute mark it has to be something i really enjoy watching or i'm just like i don't want to sit here for 30 minutes watching this like i watch uh a guy named uh tiamadu he does f1 video game streaming and he'll do well not streaming he does youtube videos but he does uh like the my career and my team and stuff like that it's like i'll see one of his races up and i'm like man it's 35 minutes long like i got a I got to make my lunch and shit and sit down and enjoy this. Like, I just want to sit here for, and sometimes I'll pause it halfway through, go do some other stuff and come back to it. Yeah. But also like my day is a little more hectic than yours. Whereas like if I have a customer come in, I have to stop it. So if I can get a good, like 10 minute video, I'm like, all right, I can probably finish this before a customer comes in. Yeah. See for me, mostly the interruptions are like my mom coming in and being like, let's smoke a bowl. All right. Yeah. And then even then, like, I'll leave the video playing. So my mom's, like, been watching the outside Xbox D&D stuff, and she's starting to know who the characters are. And stuff. It's really oh, yeah. funny. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, you got that right. Yeah, that is, that is Dob. Congra- congratulations. My mom has asked me a few times to help her figure out how to listen to this show. And, like, I'm a little reluctant because I'm like, I don't, I don't know if you're going to like this show, <laughs> but I'll, I know you want to support me. So, Mom, if you're listening, I'm sorry. This is just who I am as a person. <laughs> Hi, Jeremy's mom. I hope you like my voice. <laughs> Everybody um, likes Dalton's voice. <laughs> apparently so. Like, I'm even getting messages from people listening to the JRPG report, and they're like, man, your voice is as smooth as butter. And I'm like, well, thank you. I appreciate that. I, I don't hear it because I, I, I guess I just I hear my own voice all the time. So Now, see, my voice sounds a lot better in my head than it does on recording to me. I actually looked into that. There's a scientific reason for that that your voice sounds better to yourself or different to yourself than it does to other people has something to do with you're not hearing it through your, through your outer ears coming in. Like you hear all other noises, you're hearing it from the inside and it's a lot more basin and it's a little bit smoother. Um, that makes sense. something to do with like the echoes in your skull and stuff like that. It was complicated sciencey shit. We don't we don't do that kind of thing on this show. I need but to go yeah, f- just I need to go find a twenty to two hour minute video. There, there you go. <laughs> and check it out because that sounds interesting to me. I'd like to learn. It about was pre- that. it was pretty cool. They uh, went pretty. The article I read went pretty in depth as to why your voice sounds different to you than it does to other people. My voice to me when I listen to recording sounds like nasally and there's this weird Southern accent that kind of creeps into it. And I don't like it. I've had people say they do like it. I've had people say "Eh, it's whatever, you know, but I'm still going to talk 
till people's ears bleed so it doesn't really matter i don't i don't hear nasally but i do hear your southern accent come through every now and then do like i i'm a horrible singer but i sing loud as fuck all the time i don't care dude i was singing uh fuck is the song the jefferson airplane song the big hit they had don't the one that was in, you want somebody yeah, to love? Somebody to love, yeah. I was cutting the grass one time when I was, this was like a decade ago. I'm out with a push mower in the yard cutting, singing this song at the top of my fucking lungs because I'm like, the mower's running. Nobody's going to hear me. Go inside to get a drink. And my girlfriend at the time was like, dude, what the fuck are you singing about? I was like, what do you mean? She's like, I could hear you in the house with the windows and doors closed. I was like, shit, the neighbors probably heard me then, but I don't really care. I don't like any of them anyways. I guarantee your neighbors could hear it because, dude, I was mowing my grandpa's lawn back in the day on a riding mower. And I was oh, singing yeah. Static X, My Damn Nation, just getting down screaming doing it oh yeah and then i would be singing other stuff because in my head while i was mowing i would just put on a little concert and in my brain like a, yep. you know and i'm singing so my grandma tells me that the neighbor down the street called her and said that her grandson had a wonderful voice and i was like she could hear me dude i stopped singing after that oh yeah <laughs> it's always it's always embarrassing when someone's like oh i heard you singing and you're like god damn it yeah, i'm sorry I'll, I'll just be quiet from now on i'll, I'll never sing again i apologize dude. yeah i'll never sing i'm not gonna talk i'll be a mute from here on out <laughs> i promise the vow of silence starting now <laughs> now i'm 36 and i don't give a fuck like I, do you remember like when i was in my 20s i was like go to the beach i was like i don't want to take my shirt off you know i got some man titties going on now dude i'm 36 i got a seven-year-old kid running around the beach with me I will put a goddamn speedo on. I don't care anymore. Like <laughs> none of these people at this beach know me. None of them are going to be impressed by me, anyways. I'm just going with it. I uh, yeah. I, I was always I always had a weird thing about taking my shirt off and stuff because I've always been a really big dude. And uh, it took a few girlfriends uh, always making me lay around without my shirt on just to make me feel better about it. I guess like uh, self esteem wise. Oh, yeah. And then one day, my friend just goes, Dalton bro you're a big dude he goes but you've pulled more trim than any other big dude that i know around here so maybe it doesn't fucking matter if you're fat and i went word so yeah i just kind of like i was like 26 or 7 at the time and i was just like yeah word, whatever and so yeah i've just stopped giving a fuck i have titties and i have stretch marks dude if you can't deal with that sorry oh yeah same here and my thing with i will say there's one caveat i will wear a shirt usually like a wife beater or whatever it's called now in natural bodies of water that have fish in them the reason being i was at a lake one time swimming with my friends and i'm like oh take my shirt off i'm i'm fine you know get in the water and i've got this like it's a what's the word a benign but it's a big ass mole on my lower back like i mean it sticks out like this like it's big get in the fucking water and i feel something i'm like what the fuck is that and like it happens like two or three times i get out of the water go in the bathroom that mole is fucking bleeding because apparently the fish in the lake were fucking biting at it like it was fucking something oh, to eat man. and i was like yeah i'm gonna be wearing a shirt in fucking natural water from now on dude i have one of those moles but unfortunately mine is right next to my nutsack oh. so like there's like my dick and balls and then right over to the right and so luckily it's not touching my junk but like right there yeah. i have this big fucking mole and i'm like god damn i i wish that was i've only ever had one girl say anything most girls don't care i've had one girl was like oh you should get that removed and it was it was like, uh dancing in the mirror come face 
that said it to me. So like I didn't wow. particularly care that she had, you know, I was like, whatever, bitch. It takes some cub on the face. <laughs> yeah, dude, like uh I've thought about getting it removed, but it's it's big enough to where it's an actual surgery at this point. And I'm yeah. like, uh like I don't want to do that if I don't have to. Brother, so, I feel you, especially I I'm like, please, if we this has to be surgery, be careful with your scalpel. Do not nick my oh, dick, yeah. please. Just you like wake up from surgery and look and like your mole is still there and you've got a dick in one ball and they're like, Oh, we accidentally removed the wrong thing. <laughs> oh God. Sorry. You're now a eunuch. <laughs> yeah. We cut your dick and balls off by mistake. <laughs> like Thanks. as you're falling asleep on the table, the, the doctor's like, it's okay, David. It's just a small surgery. Everything will be fine. You're like, my name's Dalton. He's like, Oh, I know my name's David. And you're just like, Oh God. Oh, Pass God. out. <laughs> Yeah, as you're fading, you're like, all right, now which one are we removing? They're both about the same size. (laughs) (laughs) Not the mushroom. As you're falling asleep, he's like, oh, this is a pretty impressive dick. I don't know why he wants to remove it, but okay. (laughs) You're like, no, no, Doc, no. (laughs) No. No. Oh, my goodness. Well, let's let's move on from that to some community questions, sir. Um, Oh, yes. So two of these kind of link up, so I'm going to link them together. Um, first off, we have Tommy, and he wants to know, Darth Vader or Darth Helmet? I'm going to go with Dark Helmet for the simple fact he has a quote. So, Lone Star, now you see that evil will always triumph because good is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and that's like a, that's a life motto if I've ever heard of one. Dude, I have to go Dark Helmet as well because Spaceballs is just like a keystone of my humor growing up like oh that yeah that show so that movie was amazing and that's one i would love to see reboot as an actual series i think they could do so much with that yeah. now they kind of caught lightning in the bottle because you had rick moranis you had uh john candy you know they're going to be hard to replace yeah um yeah. rick moranis is kind of getting back into acting maybe they could convince him to come back and do that role but i don't know i don't know what his thoughts on that process are now i know they they did a Spaceballs animated series for a while but i haven't seen yeah, it. yeah i haven't seen it either but yeah dark helmet but yeah dude you got that. yep you've got uh fuck what was uh it was uh like barf i think john candy's character yeah barf yeah and instead then, of chewy it was barf you had pizza the hut the the robot was joan rivers and she's dead yeah. so that she couldn't come yep. back I love it when they're like, we're combing the desert, and you see the fucking guys out there with giant-ass combs, oh, yeah. <laughs> hair pick just combing through the sand. <laughs> what about you guys? Man, we ain't found shit. <laughs> yep. Yeah, dude, or that, uh, where you, sir, they're jamming our radars, and the fucking jelly starts leaking down, and he goes over and tastes it. Yep. Like, raspberry. There's only one person <laughs> in this whole galaxy who would dare send us raspberry. Lone <laughs> when, uh when uh dark helmet is standing there with the one guy he's like what is this they're looking at the monitor he's like what is it he's like this is now sir we're watching now <laughs> oh, yeah. yes. now what, what do you mean oh yeah it's back then what is that ah, who? and then his helmet slams yeah that, yep. that whole scene's fucking gold dude. uh that whole movie is gold like that was that was lightning in a bottle 100 percent. i'm surrounded by assholes yeah <laughs> another <laughs> another just life motto <laughs> keep firing assholes Oh my goodness! So the other one uh, is Jeff asking us a fuck Mary kill sir. This yes. one's probably going to be harder for me than you. Maybe I could be wrong. Fuck Mary kill Harry Potter, Star Wars, 
Lord of the Rings? It's easier for me because first off, kill Lord of the Rings. I've seen them. Hot take. Fuck those movies. I, I don't like them. They're not bad movies. Let me say that. They're not bad movies by any means. They're not for me. They're a little too boring for me. Not a lot. Not enough happens. Did now? Did you ever read the books? Just curious. No. 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 Okay. That's that's another thing that I think would be better as a long series because I think that <laughs> they could flesh out some more things story wise. Now there's a there's, lot of walking in those books. There's a funny story about that. I read about a third of The Hobbit because throughout my school career i wrote at least three book reports on the hobbit never fucking read more than about a third of the book (laughs) and if that tells you how much of a fucking bullshit artist i was as a kid dude three passing book reports and i never fucking read that book even halfway through i don't know how i don't think the teachers had read it either and they didn't really know so i just kind of made some shit up and it sounded convincing dude i was that kid in school i would copy my friend's homework half ass it and get a better grade on it than he did like it's fucking hilarious how my school career i was smart but i was lazy i didn't like doing shit but i was able to like con my way through it dude I took English. I went to high school for automotive mechanics. You had to take like a basic English, a basic math class. Math class, you got to take a test at the start of the class. If you pass that test, you um, didn't have to take the class. You just got the credit automatically. Pass that test because I was always great at math. So I went to English class. I didn't do shit in that class, dude. I did maybe like a third of the work. So at the end of the year, I'm failing. But you had a one-on-one sit-down with the teacher of the class at the end of the year to go over your year's worth of work. I layer a sob story about my parents getting divorced and I had to move out and all this stuff. We're going through the work and I'm like, she's like, well, I don't have this, this, and this. I was like, oh, I know I turned them in. I can't find them in my book, but I know for a fact I did those. And she's like, oh, well, what grade did you get? I was like, I think I got like a C on them. I don't remember. She's like, okay, I'll just put a C down. Like, shit, I, did, I didn't fucking do any of that work. <laughs> but like, I was convincing enough that I got a fucking B in that class and passed. Like, dude, Jesus Christ. like I should be a fucking politician. But like one of my best friends, Austin, we have this pack that if either of us runs for office, the other one's selling the secrets to TMZ and becoming a millionaire. Because, dude, <laughs> I got skeletons in my closet that ain't letting me become president of the United States for sure. <laughs> oh, my goodness. OK, so. Uh, but yeah, so Lord fuck Mary Kill, kill Lord of the Rings. I'd probably marry Star Wars because I feel like Disney's going to take better care of me. And yeah, bend over Daniel Radcliffe because I feel like he probably he probably has a soft butt. <laughs> like Daniel Radcliffe probably has a very soft, supple butt. <laughs> I love all the actors in that entire movie you could have went with. You're like Daniel Radcliffe, yeah, definitely. Yeah, Daniel. Radcliffe. Well, he's Harry Potter, so that's, uh, you know, that's if I'm fair. gonna fuck if I'm gonna fuck Harry Potter, I'm gonna fuck Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a rap lyric. <laughs> if I'm a fuck Harry Potter, I'm a fuck Harry. Potter. Hey, I mean, I can be your ghostwriter. <laughs> Um, all right, so I think I'm going to I'm gonna marry Harry Potter because I love that world. Um, I, you know, you feel how you want about the author, but the world is fantastic. Like the magical world is just super. Yeah, cool. I will say fuck her too. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I and I agree. But we've had the conversation about yeah all, all that. Um, now that the thing with Star Wars and Lord of the Rings, okay, so I used to always give my buddy Dustin shit because I would say that Lord of the Rings is better than Star Wars, all always. 
Um, but I think I would have to. I think I would have to fuck Lord of the Rings and kill Star Wars. And I know that's like super controversial. But just remember, there's only one return, and it ain't of the king; it's of the Jedi. <laughs> Fucking Star Wars nerd. <laughs> and then he straight bricked in Frodo's mouth. <laughs> You mother... Oh, God, that's such a funny fucking... God, I love Clerks 2 uh, so much. That's Clerks 2 is amazing. All right. If money was no option, what kind of birthday party would you throw yourself? And that comes from Santos. So, for me personally, I'm an introvert. I don't really like people that much. That being said, um, I looked it up. My birthday is early in March. The F1 season starts at the end of March. So I think I'd delay it to the end of March. The first race in the F1 calendar is in Bahrain. Money's not an option object. I think I'm flying to Bahrain with like three or four of my closest friends, getting like the most luxurious like yacht or hotel room or whatever I can get. All access passes to the race. I'm talking about like I want to be down there fucking turning lug nuts on the wheels and whatever else I can get away with. Um, yeah, just fucking party it up at F1. I think that'd be the best birthday gift I could give myself if I, money did not matter. See, uh, I kind of agree that like I don't want to party. Like I'm just not a party kind of guy that much anymore. Parties um, put a lot of pressure on you because you feel like you need to be entertaining people the whole time. Yeah, yeah. But if, if it was my birthday and money was not an option... Or, you know, if we just had all the money we could. Um, I would probably fly in Courtney from Ohio, and then I would take her, and we would probably spend a week or a weekend or whatever in Orlando. Like, I'd take her to, like, Universal, Disney, Wonderworks, like, all the cool the Ripley's, believe it or not, all the cool shit down there. Um, or me and her go over to Europe. I think that would be really fun. I was going to say, I think it's funny that you're like, money doesn't matter. You could go to Australia. You could go to the moon. You're like, no, we're going to drive, drive an hour over to Orlando. Yeah, well, it's, it's like three hours. We'll stay, yeah. So we're going to stay in the Howard Johnson. Uh, you know, I'm just like, I don't know if she's ever been there. And I think like, that would be a cool experience for somebody who like being with someone she's, who's never she's been. Probably, she's probably never been to Sydney, Australia either. That'd be a lot cooler. Well, I mean, yeah, but fuck, I like theme parks, motherfucker. It's my birthday. God damn it. We'll do what I want. Damn. They have Disney in Australia. <laughs> oh, crap. Dude, okay. You know goddamn well that the Disney in Orlando is the best fucking Disney there is. Like, it's the biggest. I don't know. I've never been to any Disney park. I've what? heard. Well, I know I know for a fact from people that I've heard uh, talk about this that the park in Paris is real small compared to the one in Orlando. So, Well, that's because that's French people hate us. So, like, that, that was a minor concession they made because we helped them in the war or some shit. Although, I, I would really enjoy, like, if I knew the language, I would love to take uh, her to Japan. And, like, because I like Japan Disney's. I heard it's pretty cool. And then, like, just being in Japan would be sweet. You know, all yeah, the but, anime. dude, Austral Australian Disney, fucking Mickey Mouse has an Australian accent. Yeah, that's And there's, true. like, a 30% chance you'll get bit by some super venomous snake and die right on the spot. But can you imagine so, the Disney-themed sushi? Oh, you don't like sushi. I okay. don't eat sushi. Okay. So. Well, I can imagine the Disney-themed sushi, and it, in my brain, looks and smells and tastes delicious. So so why don't your birthday party, you go visit every Disney park in the world. There you go. If money doesn't matter, there you go. There you go. We'll just Dude. go to all the Disney. Although, I do, I would like to stop in Universal, too. They got some sick roller coasters there. Oh, yeah. 
Dude, like, even as a kid, I did not like parties. Like, I had birthday parties, but my social battery ran out about halfway through. And I remember, like, getting in fights with my friends at my birthday party because I'm like, y'all got to get the fuck out of my house. You're bugging the shit out of me. Yeah. Yeah, Like, I just want to eat my cake, open my presents, and be left alone. Like I've said, like, my house was, like, the go-to place after high school. But, like, I was always so ready when everyone left and it was just me, Dustin, and Paul. And we could all just relax (laughs) and chill and do nothing but play video games, smoke pot. So, yeah, we'll have to invite Santos to our parties, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, dude. He can bring that, that little bit of wasteland with him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so we got another fuck, Mary kill from Jeff. This one's easy for me. Ice cream, sherbet, gelato. Kill gelato. I'm not a huge fan of it. Um, huh. The other two are a little trickier, though, because I, uh, I love lime and raspberry sherbet which is weird for somebody who's such a picky eater, but like those are my go-to ice cream. So I'd say probably marry those because I think that'd be a cool three-way relationship. <laughs> and then I guess, you know, stick my dick in some ice cream. I fuck some ice cream. All right. I'm going to marry gelato. I'm going to fuck sherbet. And I'm going to kill ice cream. Because to me, gelato is ice cream, but better. Like that's just See, me, I'm though. not a huge fan of it. Just... But like I said, it could be my eating shit, too. It could be that it's not what I normally eat. So my brain is just like, this is not good because it's not yeah. It's not in your wheelhouse. Uh, let's see. We got one from Cody. Oh, uh, Matt Riddle himself. What is your go-to movie that you could watch 100 times without it getting old? I have a few. So I'll say I was trying to think of something because I don't really have a lot that I could just watch end to end and not get bored with it. Pulp Fiction would probably be one of them. Pulp Fiction is an absolute Great masterpiece movie. of a movie. Um, that'd probably be my answer. Would be Pulp Fiction. All right, so I have a few, um, <laughs> and they're almost all comedy movies, right? But Spaceballs is one of them. All right. Okay, Tenacious D in the Pick of Destiny. Great movie. Anything by Kevin Smith. Just anything by Kevin Smith. Any of the Austin Powers movies. Any of the Ace Ventura movies. And here's the one outlier that's not a comedy. Queen of the Damned. <laughs> I love Queen of the Damned. That I know even the author hated that movie. Most people don't like that movie. That movie is awesome. That movie introduced me to goth metal and oh, the yeah. whole gothic world. I was in love with Aaliyah playing Akasha. Like, R.I.P. Aaliyah. I love Queen of the Damned. I can recite the beginning opening line to that movie is, there comes a time for every vampire where the idea of eternity becomes momentarily unbearable and it's burned into my brain i can almost recite that entire movie dude i got one more and it's probably a hot take star wars the force awakens nice i've only seen a lot that of, once but it's a, good a lot of people shit on the sequel trilogy i fucking love it i like the last jedi i don't think it's a shit movie so many people say it is but force awakens was it was my childhood of watching a new hope in a modern era with modern technology because it's it's essentially a retelling of a new hope people were like oh you got a female uh protagonist you know you and then there's so many people like oh there's a black guy in star wars it's not lando calrissian it's like dude the movie's fucking amazing like i remember reading an article where some guy was like 50 things that were wrong with the force awakens he wrote it like the day after it came out in the theaters i'm like dude 
Like, half the shit he mentioned was explained in the movie, but he wasn't paying attention because he was too busy writing shit down that he hated. Like, if you go into something expecting to hate it, you probably will. Well, not only that, I mean, feasibly in the entire fucking galaxy, Samuel L. Jackson's not the only black guy. Yeah, you had Samuel L. Jackson, you had Lando Calrissian, Mace Window, Lando Calrissian, and now you've got Finn. He was one of the first stormtroopers you ever saw without a helmet on, so it's like, how do you know that... Maybe all of the stormtroopers are black. You don't fucking know. Maybe. I mean, this could be some kind of weird ass like intergalactic slave trade thing going on. Like, yeah, you never know. We don't fucking know. Yeah, dude, that's that's ridiculous. That's a good. I, I like I said, I've only seen it once, and but I liked I it. Absolutely love it. I think it's amazing. It's and people get give me shit for it. It is my favorite Star Wars movie. I mean, my people favorite like, Star Wars can, movie is The Phantom Menace. So I feel you, dude. Yeah, <laughs> people are like, how can you put it above the original trilogy? I was like, no. I love The Force Awakens. It's, I believe The Force Awakens is what George Lucas wanted to do in the 70s, and technology wouldn't allow him to do it. I think if George Lucas had wrote Star Wars today, it would have been The Force Awakens. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. All right, let's see. What's up next? Oh, this one from Courtney. I was just talking about her. Chicken wings or chicken thighs? Nuggets. <laughs> I, don't, I don't eat actual chicken so i'll say chicken nuggets or the good old original chicken sandwich from burger king okay those those are my chicken go-tos so my answer is how are they prepared because if we're talking with some buffalo sauce and stuff i'm going wings if we're talking chicken and rice or anything like that i'm going thighs because they got more flavor that dark meat you get that flavor in your rice and stuff it's a lot better you know a lot of people are like oh no do chicken breast with your stuff and i'm like why i mean chicken breast is good but it doesn't have that fucking flavor that thighs do that really just adds to a dish um so i mean a nice thick thigh is a good thing universally yep 100 100 percent. so if i had to choose one or the other i'm gonna go chicken thighs because i can do more with them and i can eat nuggets instead of wings yeah so oh yeah but yeah, chicken thighs for sure. Um, so this one, I don't. I, I this is a reference that go. I do not understand, but I'm going to say it anyway. Have you ever left a country gate slightly ajar? And that is from Mike. Yeah, I don't know what he meant by that either. Um, I know he and his wife have been uh, visiting the countryside, so maybe he's feeling guilty about leaving a leaving a gate slightly ajar. Maybe somebody's cow got out and got hit by traffic or something. He feels bad about it. Um, I mean, I've left gates open for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. And if this like is you grow, you grow up in the south, you leave gates open. It's just what you do. And if it's is if this is innuendo for like going out with your zipper down, then yes, I've also done that. <laughs> oh, for sure. Um, I will say because cause Mike is British, um, and it made me think of a story about when I was in Dublin. I met a cow at a farm. I named him Cow and Feral. Oh um, God. Yeah, but I couldn't open his gate. That wouldn't. I wasn't allowed to do that. I probably would have. Did I? Did I tell you the rhino story in Dublin? Uh, no, I don't believe so. So I went to the Dublin Zoo with my now ex-wife. Um, we go to the zoo, and their zoo is fucking insane compared to here, as far as the lack of stupid American safety restraints. Right. So we walk up to the rhino pit. The rhino pit is about six or eight feet in the ground. Like their area, it's huge, but it's down. Yeah. And then there's like, you know, in the country, you see like the 
the fence where there's like two posts like this, and then there's like two landscape timbers going across. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the fence. Like that's the fence. That's the fence they had between the people and the rhinoceroses. <laughs> that was it. And I was like, I told my wife, I was like, dude, I could jump that fence. The right, like, there was two rhinos just sleeping right there next to where we were standing. I was like, I could jump that fence, jump in the pit, and ride that rhino all the way to the spot where he throws me off and tramples me and I get killed. I was like, do you think my life insurance would pay if I die that way? And she was like, no, probably not. I like, I don't think you get in heaven if you die that way. I was like, yeah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, how cool would it be? You'd be like, how'd your husband die? You'd be like, his dumb ass got trampled by some rhinos. They were like, what? Were you in Africa? Like, no, no, we were in Ireland. <laughs> like he jumped in there. He jumped in their enclosure and they fucking just fucking yeeted his ass. It'd be Harambe all over again. Oh, for sure. Dick's I don't know. I feel, like, I feel like over there, they probably wouldn't kill the rhinos. They'd be like, fuck that motherfucker. We'll wait till the rhinos go to sleep. We'll drag his corpse out. <laughs> Oh my God, Dick's out for Harambe. Absolutely. Uh, and then our, our our final question of the week is from Kana. She wants to know what's your favorite munchie food. Hmm, I feel like there's a few. Um, so like for snack cakes, it'd probably be the Swiss cake rolls or oatmeal Ooh, cream pies, yes, bitch. But they can't be the fucking the small regular ones. They have to be the quote big size. You know, you get the boxes like the big size, and they're bigger. Yeah. Gotta be that. Can't be those piddly ass little regular ones. Uh, for like salty or crunchy snacks, Uts, uh, Ripples or Ruffles or whatever they call them, the sour cream and onion, like yeah. Ruffles, Uts chips are fucking amazing. I could eat a whole family size bag of them if I, if I felt like it. Oh, yeah. I think, uh, for sweets, I really do like those frozen Swiss rolls. Those are fucking good. Oh, yeah. I'm glad uh, I turned you on to that because that's like that's a game changer. Yeah, like for sure. like the the second part of your life began when you took that yeah, first bite. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, but for sweets, I think I'm going to go uh, just a gla- glazed donuts. Like I love a glazed oh, donut, yeah. just a regular ass glazed donut. Um, salty. Uh, I do like Uts, so I'll go with Uts as the brand. Uh, salt and vinegar chips. Ah, uh, salt and vinegar is fucking great. Oh God, I love it, dude. And it, it's funny. I've never met somebody who's like, eh, salt and vinegar is all right." It is never like, yeah, they're all right. It's always, oh, man, I love those. Or, oh, those things are fucking awful. Yeah, there's no, like, (laughs) middle ground for salt and vinegar potato chips. Either you love them or you absolutely hate them. Yeah, me and I had a dog once that ate salt and vinegar potato chips. Like, would literally just eat them like I was eating them. It was really fucking weird. I, uh, me and my buddy, him and his, or me and his wife would eat salt and vinegar chips. And he would just look at us and be like, yeah, y'all enjoy your douche potatoes. (laughs) <laughs> i'm like oh i gotta call them that man they're fucking delicious <laughs> i will i will add in to uh reese's peanut butter cups are always yeah. a go-to munchie oh too. if we're going candy bars now sir butterfinger all day see the only ones i really like are reese's i'm not super into candy but i love reese's reese's how do you i love oh. nerds Nerds oh, are nerds. fucking amazing. Nerds, I will eat until like the inside of my mouth gets sore. Yeah, Have I'm, you ever had that? You eat like half of one of those big boxes and the inside of your mouth is like, fucking stop. I, I can't say the nerds have done that to me, but I have absolutely done that myself or done that to myself with Sour Patch Kids. Oh, uh, yeah. Especially the extreme sour ones. I'll eat that entire oh, bag yeah. and then my mouth feels like it's bleeding. Yep. You're just like, your inside of your mouth is like. Sorry, it just sounds like it's fucking pouring outside. 
Oh, uh, yeah. It was just that a little while ago here. <laughs> I was like, all but of yeah, a sudden, feels I like, heard this whoosh. I'm like, Whoa. Feels like the inside of your mouth is just like, just raw. Like you first scraped all the skin off the inside of yeah. your mouth. Yeah, dude. Um, how do you feel about a payday? I don't eat them. You don't I eat don't them? eat like the only candy bars quote I eat would be Three Musketeers. Love Three Musketeers. Okay. Love Reese's Cups. Other than that, like Reese's Cups, Nerds, Three Musketeers, Sweet Tarts. The whole rest of the candy aisle you can throw in the garbage, but those four oh, are like my go-to. Listen, well, you're throwing it away. I want, I want you to put aside the Butterfingers and the Paydays for me because, dude, Payday, just a lump of caramel surrounded in peanuts. Salt is just, mm, that's good. Good shit. But, yeah, man, I think that's a, that's about what we got for the, the news and notes for this week, brother. Yeah, I'm thinking so. Uh, you want to do the, the housekeeping this week? Yeah, sure, man. Yeah, sure. Uh, if you would like to send us an email if you want to ask us a question like we were answering our community questions but you'd like to stay anonymous hit us up at yet another bs pod at gmail.com or if you would like to answer or ask a question on our community post each week in our facebook group you can check us out at facebook.com slash groups slash yet another bs podcast um if twitter's more of your thing you can find us at yabs pod i do believe that jeremy has started posting uh posts on there as well for questions yeah. i don't think we've gotten yep. any yet but they are there um and if you want to find him on there it's at just call me jezza um and if you want to find me it's at super nerd dalton um and if you want to be like courtney and listen to the episodes on the website directly it is yabspod.wordpress.com that's y-a-b-s-p-o-d.wordpress.com and while i'm throwing plugs out here if you would like to check out uh, more of my podcast stuff, um, I do the Steam Machine podcast, which is a PC gaming show uh, that's bi-weekly. Right now, we are playing through Amnesia, The Dark Descent. We just did an episode on Kerbal Space Program, so that'll be fun. And I believe uh, coming up next is Nate's Choice, so I'll be interested to see what he chooses to play. Um, and I also am the host now of the JRPG Report so if you want a show, if you're a fan of JRPGs and you just want to hear the news without having to go and look it all up, um, it's a family-friendly show, usually about 20 to 40 minutes long. I try to keep it succinct, give you the news, and you know, send you on your way. So check it out, the JRPG report. And that's about I wanna, it. I want to give a shout for uh, Nate, too. Uh, I've been watching his Twitch streams lately. They're pretty fun uh, retro NES streams. I turned him on to Dragon Spirit today, which is one of my favorite NES games. He also loved it as much as I did. Hell yeah. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing him do an episode of just Dragon Spirit and see if he can beat it, because that is a fucking brutally difficult game. Um, so yeah, he's on Twitch at Turtle Bear Man. Yep. And you can also so find check him, him out. On, uh, you can find him on Twitter and TikTok at the same handle, at Turtle Bear Man. Oh, yeah. He's a good dude, man. He's a good dude. He's uh, one of my co-hosts on the Steam Machine podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's a good so, guy. Yeah. You got anything else? I think that about does it, my brother. So I All guess right, so. Uh, for this episode of Yab's Pod, he's Jeremy. I'm Dalton. And as always, guys, take it easy. Give your balls a tug, tit fucker. <laughs> Fuck, Fuck you, you Shorzy. Shorzy.